BDNG podcast. My name is Tina McKenzie and I am the Education Development Lead for the BDNG. I hope you enjoy listening to the BDNG podcast and find them beneficial to your practice. These podcasts are sponsored by Amaral. Amaral has no influence over the content of these podcasts. Happy listening! Hello and welcome back to the BDNG podcast. My name is Ashton Cleary and I'm a clinical nurse specialist in dermatology. And alongside me today, I have my co-host, Emmanuel Tony. Hello, and I'm an ACP in dermatology as well. Lovely. And we have um, Christina Driver, project manager for SKCIN. And she's going to speak to us today a little bit about her own personal journey and how she got involved with the charity. Welcome. Hi, nice to meet you. So do you want to start by um, giving us a little bit of background about you and yeah, how did all of this um, start? How did you get involved with it? Um, yeah, so uh, seven years ago, I was diagnosed with two malignant melanomas on my back. It was a complete fluke. Um, my parents actually asked my husband what he didn't like about me. And it was he said he didn't like my moles. So it was more for a cosmetic reason, although I had had a couple taken off when I was 14 that were precancerous. Um, and I had been going to the GP and they, you know, they checked them out. Um, so it was more the ones that there was, there would be nothing wrong with, you know, the ones that were raised that didn't look very nice. Um, so I went, um, see Professor Kay, who's a plastic surgeon in Leeds. Um, and I remember he looked at them all and he looked on the ones on my back and he said, these needs to come off like yesterday. That's exactly what he said to me. And I, I still remember that now. Um, and I kind of knew, well, they didn't, didn't know loads about skin cancer. I thought, well, if he says that, then there's obviously something. So I had those taken off and some other ones taken off. Um, and I think it was about three and a half, four weeks later, I got a call saying I needed to go in. Um, I had a one and two year old at the time um, and my parents were away. So my husband didn't come with me. I was on my own. Um, and obviously they told me. Um, and I th- one had started to metastasize, so I had to have a central node biopsy um, so I went in for the wider excision had that done and because they were both in the uh, middle of my back uh, I had to have um, it done both and under both arms um, so I remember after I'd had them being in the hospital stayed overnight and um, there weren't enough beds so I had to go in I think it was right at the end of a corridor in the intensive care unit <laughs> and um, and uh, I remember I couldn't really get out of bed because I'd obviously had it on both arms and on my back and it was uh, you know and I just was not prepared really for for what had happened and um a couple of days later I went uh, for my son had a one and two year old my son's Easter bonnet parade and uh just I like I nearly fainted they had to give me one of those little, like little chairs that they sit on and um and then I ended up having to go to two weddings that's some of my brother and one of my friend's weddings in America and I think the hardest thing when you're diagnosed with skin cancer whether it's early stages or later stages is, is being scared of the sun um, you know, now that I'm involved in skin, which obviously comes later down the line, you hear so many people say that that's their, you know, the first reaction is anyone that hears cancer is, you know, you're going to be scared at whatever age. But I think especially for me, I really struggled with, I was a very outdoors person. I worked in television. I was filming outside a lot. You know, I traveled a lot, traveled a lot as a child. So to then, obviously, the nurses and the consultants say, yes, you can still go out in the sun, you just have to be careful. But when you hear that, your your immediate reaction is, I can't ever go in the sun again. Um, so that, for me, especially when you're a really outdoors person like I am, was a massive struggle um, to 
to understand I mean it's really taken me I'd say probably five or six years to get to the point where I really feel confident to go out in the sun you know a lot of people as well a lot of my friends who you know it's it's not their their fault but you know they'd say oh well it's fine you've had it cut out and that that and you know they're trying to say it in a positive way but um, I think anybody that who's had skin cancer um, it's whether you have to go on and have you know immunotherapy or anything after that um i don't think people really understand that you know especially with non-melanoma skin cancers that yes they might not be life-threatening but the disfigurement that some people get you know is it, it changes your life um so i came across skin that was probably about two or three years after I'd been diagnosed and I really wanted to do something, wanted to try and educate people because I realised that, you know, a lot of people I knew, especially my age, because I was just 32 when I was diagnosed, didn't know really anything about skin cancer. So um, I met Marie, uh, who's the CEO, and uh, started off as ambassador uh, and worked for them. I helped them, because uh, I was working in TV, I helped them do... Uh, our masked promo video helped them do that and um and then came across their sun safe schools and sun safe nurseries program and having three primary school children myself that was what really drew me into the charity because um it's a massively preventable disease so for me I wanted to join a charity where it was early detection and prevention because for me I wanted to it it, it made me feel empowered that I could change try and change other people's um, perspective of the sun so they don't have to go through what I go through what I've been through um, and so came on board working for skin originally as an ambassador and then as a project manager and one of my main roles is working with the sun safe schools and sun safe nurseries program which is a free accreditation um, you know all schools we have schools from all over the world do it obviously and in the UK uh, and it just uh, gives schools an easy way to implement the policy and assemblies and teach the children about, you know, how to stay safe in the sun. We obviously want our children to go out in the sun. We don't want them inside on watching TV and on iPads and video games. But it empowers children so they can take control of their health and they're able to um, go out in the sun and be safe in the sun. Because I think a lot of people don't, they just they don't see the sun as a danger which it is and so many people especially younger people between 15 and 34 being diagnosed now with skin cancer and if we can prevent it why why wouldn't we try and do that yeah and I think you know what you've picked up on there is just to highlight kind of the differences somewhere like Australia where there's real tough regulations in schools you know for example not allowing children out into the playground unless they've applied sun cream that just doesn't exist here in the UK, unfortunately. Uh, but obviously, charities like Skin, SKCAN, are, are essential in hopefully leading on those changes. So someone listening to this podcast, so this goes out to the BGNG nurses, What? Uh, how can they get involved with SKCAN, with Skin? So the best thing is to do is to go to our uh, website. Um, there's lots of different ways you can get involved. You can do fundraising you can become an ambassador if you want there's a wealth of knowledge we're over social media we've got facebook instagram twitter um we post pretty much every day 
we give a selection of posts because we also have lots of other um, accreditations. We do do a workplace accreditation for outdoor workers, and we have Master Mass Pro. So Mass Pro, especially uh, for the nurses, is um, melanoma and skin cancer early detection course, um, and that's specifically for healthcare professionals. We also have the Mass, which is for the health, health, hair, and beauty industry, um, and that is an online course which basically gives you an introduction into how to detect different types of skin cancers and lesions. Um, so I would um, recommend that all all nurses do that. You know, even if you are a, a skin cancer specialist, it's still a specialist nurse, it's still great to do it. Um, it costs £40. But if you are here today, get it for a cheaper amount. We've got promo code. Um <laughs> which is um, the BDNG50. So if they wanted to use that, they can do. Um, there's lots of different ways that you can get involved. We also have 100 Miles in May, which is a fundraiser which we do every year, which we do with Melanoma Focus, because I think it's also important as a charity we don't work alone. You know, as a charity, we work with all the other charities out there, skin cancer charities. So we work with Melanoma Focus every year and we do a fundraiser because um, they've got their uh, patient helpline, um, which is great. Uh, so we do that so people can get involved with that there's lots of different things that we can do but I think the main important thing is to spread the awareness we also have the app which we have developed which we're really proud of so um, a lot of uh, outpatient departments have our booklets our skin booklets but we've recognized that there are a lot of um, the older generation like the booklets, but the younger generation, well, not just the younger generation, but lots of people nowadays, they want the app. Yeah. They want to be able to have an app. So we've developed an app. It has all the information about early detection and prevention on there. It also has a lesion checker on there, has a UV index tracker, so you can see what the, the in, uh, UV index is every day. That was a massive life changer for me. So a couple of years ago, I downloaded that onto my phone, the um, UV index. So every day, wherever I'm in the world, I can see what it is. So I went to Canada this summer. I can see what what it is at all parts of the day. And that, for me, was a really big help. Like, it's a control thing. So you know anything over three. I mean, I wear sun cream anyway, but all throughout the year. But it, it made me feel confident, right? I know that I need to put my sun cream on, I need to put my hat on, I need to go in the shade at this time of day. Um, so that's on the app as well and it I would encourage everybody to try and download that and encourage their friends to do that because it I think anybody that ha- has had skin cancer anything that can empower you to feel more confident to be able to go in the sun is an amazing thing but also to give your family and friends that information because a lot of people they still don't really know that much about skin cancer and especially non-melanoma skin cancer because like I said earlier you know it can be a massively disfiguring um, operation and you may have to go back and back and back because a lot of BCCs come back. Um, so I think it's really important that everybody tries to download the app and, you know, empowers themselves and has that that education there. No, that's that's great. Thank you so much. And just going back to, so it took you, took you two years to find out about SKCIM, is that right? How that happened? Was it just because you were researching? Did any of the professionals mention any support charities at the time? Um, no, I mean, I, I still have a really great nurse who I see when I go once a year. I, I'm at the Bexley Wing in Leeds, and she always remembers me when I go, and it's seven years. So 
you know, she's she was brilliant. But no, I didn't really get any information about any charities. And when I was looking at them, obviously there's lots, well, not lots, but there are some out there. But for me, I wanted, I came across skin. And because they have the education, early prevention, that for me was massively important because yes, we definitely need patient support charities and we definitely need the research there because you know things like immunotherapy have come on massively even in seven years since I was diagnosed but for me I wanted to feel like I was really doing something and like I said I've got young children so for me the Sunsafe schools and Sunsafe nurseries was sort of a no-brainer that's why I wanted to get involved because I knew that I could then prevent other people going through what I went through because I think for me I never really dealt with it at the time. And there's lots of other things that have happened in the last seven years. But I now go see, I went to start seeing a therapist a year ago. Um, and it all stemmed from that. And I never dealt with it at the time. So when anything else happened to me, any other trauma that happened, it just sort of brought everything back up from that. So now that I've been going to see her for a year, I feel so much better. And I wish I'd gone at the time. But it wasn't really massively mentioned to maybe talk that much about it. Obviously, I had the nurse, which I did in the early stages talk to her, and she was amazing. But after that, there wasn't really anything out there for me. Um, and I mean, Skin has been just amazing. And it, it's given me that platform to be able to help other people. And hopefully, so I mean, I went to talk in, uh, do a talk at, my children's school uh, a couple of years ago now and they obviously have the unsafe schools and I went to talk to the teachers initially and I still have some of the teachers come up to now and say I remember you doing the talk and you know one of their husbands they then went on to be diagnosed with skin cancer and that was through hearing you know what we talked about so on a practical level especially with the master mass pro there's so many people that are diagnosed because of the charity we had a um a nursery uh, uh, we had a, a parent who was reading one of our booklets that had come home with them from a nursery recently and um and she was literally looking at her leg and realized she thought she had a bcc and she did in the end and she went and to the gp and obviously got diagnosed so for me that's that's why i'm involved with the charity because there's nothing better than knowing that you've had a direct impact in someone's health. No, definitely. And it, it's, it's very obvious that you're very passionate about having changed career and gone down this line. And I mean, well done. I think it's amazing that we have SKCIN and that this information is there and available for the public. Making sure, I suppose, as dermatology nurses, that we tell our patients about this is important, um, about other charities. Is there any take-home messages that you want uh, the dermatology nurses listening to this um, to get away from this podcast. Um, I think it's just. I think it's really important to. Um, well, one of the nurses came up to me and she said, "You know, they." She admitted, "You know that when you're an early stage patient, that you know they." I don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so she was saying that you know if the earlier stages that uh, patients that she sees. Uh, it's sometimes it is easy to just brush them off a bit um, because you do have you know you see all stages of patients um, and I was talking to her and I was explaining kind of how 
I felt, and I think when everybody's diagnosed, whether you're an in situ or you're a stage four or whether, you know, anything in between, that it's just really important to understand when someone hears cancer that that's that right. they need that extra support. Yeah. And I think if all nurses can point um, their patients in the direction of Skin and all the other charities um, and also give them practical advice of how to stay safe in the sun because I think regardless you will always feel a little bit scared once you find out that you have skin cancer yeah. to go in the sun so I think if the nurses can point them in the direction of giving you practical advice of what you can do because um, you don't really get that from the consultant and and that's something that I think would be really great for the nurses to do and if they can encourage everybody to download an app because all of the information's on there Definitely. I think that's such an important point and that's a really important take-home message actually is is you know the C word, cancer, does have a lot of stigma and kind of mm -hmm. regardless of, of the severity, it will still have that st stigma attached. So I think that's a really important take home that hopefully will, will change a bit of practice of people listening to this podcast. Uh, is there anything else you would like to add or you feel like we've missed out at all? Um, I don't think so. No? Ashton, anything you want to add? No, no. I, I just from from knowing a bit about SKCN, I think it's great that you know, you're trying to get the usual uh, suspects like hairdressers and um, any kind of outdoor workers uh, involved in, in your mask um, ed program and getting getting them um, signed up to it. And if I could just add one thing kind of along that theme as well, is that kind of skin cancer detection and prevention is everybody's job. And I think that's what SKCN and Skin are doing, yeah. is that, you know, it's not just us dermatology nurses, although we are in a prime position, we're looking at patient skin, fantastic, but hairdressers, you know, people at home, and I think it's important that we knock down the kind of barrier that we are the gatekeepers of, of kind of skin cancer prevention advice. We really need to be out in the community raising awareness for everybody, because uh, if we can prevent it, that, that's the best thing we can do for the public. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's massively important. I think everybody has a job to play, yeah. um, you know, and that's why we obviously have our accreditations, but everybody should have that knowledge that they can say to someone, mm, that doesn't really look quite right. You need to just go get it checked out. You know, and then that's the first thing you can do. And then obviously if, if it needs to be referred, it can be referred. But that's the most important thing, I think. Yeah, it's giving everybody that um, power to be able to go, yes, I think that looks funny. Go get it checked out. And that's something that's massively important for skin is just to, as many people as possible, just to go get checked yeah. if they need to. <laughs> Well, Fab, well, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm sure hopefully we'll be able to make some real changes with the listeners to this. So thank you for your time. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For further information on the BDNG, visit our website, bdng.org.uk and watch out for the next BDNG podcast, which is coming soon.